This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, um, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Al Kapanim, uh, welcome back. To, for, for those of you who are in Shivitz, back to Nuzman. Okay, we're holding here in the Pisgah Nunbeis, in which again, Dafyid Gimamid Beis, and for those of you who are looking in Yankov, it's Pisgah Nunbeis. Tanya, Amir Yehuda. So it's, it, we're talking over here, we're being Oisik in the Ptir of Moshe Rabbeinu, and in Moshe Rabbeinu's, um, we, we've seen the, his last days of Leikos Einov and, and, and being Paisea Psiachas and all of that. And now we're talking about the Mis itself. Tanya, Amr Yehuda, Il Mole Mikr Kosov. If it wouldn't say in the Pasigi Efshala Omroi, we couldn't possibly say what it's going to say. Now, this actually is very unclear as to what it's referring to. Um, the Gemara is the Gemara is going to say a few things in this Pisgah, and it's not so clear which one is this thing that's impossible in Mole Mikra But um where did Moshe die? Bechalkash Ruve. Moshe died in in Reuven's chelik. Dechsev vayal Moshe me'avas Moya v'lahar nevoi, unevoi bechalkash l'Reuven kaima. Dechsev u'bnei Reuven banu es chesboim, v'sal olei v'skiyosayim v'snevoi v'sbal ma'oyin. So those are all in Reuven's chelik. Hechan Moshe kavod. So you have to remember. Just let's get the, the geography down pat. Moshe um, Rabbeinu not going to have this role. Moshe Rabbeinu is Eva Yadin. Eva Yadin had Ruven God and Chatzis Shevet of Nasha. So the, um, the, 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 the place where he actually died belongs, the void belongs to Ruven. Hechem Moshe Kava, where's Moshe buried? Bechalkashal God. It says that the reason why, um, yeah, why uh, Moshe, Rabbi, the reason why God wanted this land, or he, he was attracted to this land, because Moshe Rabbeinu is buried over there. So it's 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 a distance of four million between one place and the other. It was from the vow until the chelik of of, of uh, God is four million. So who carried him in those four million? So Moshe was laying in the Kanfe That was his hespid. Shmuel Amma Mika Dova. Um, the, um, that's what Akadosh Baruch was saying. And then, Reb Nachman Oma, Bayomus Shom Moshe Ever Hashem, Smalyan Oma, Smalyan is the name of a, um, of, of a, 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 a Tana, Vai Mes Shom Moshe, Safarabadi Israel. So, this is that is the end of the Pisgah. Now, it's very unclear what exactly over here is it is impossible. You know, we couldn't say it. What are we referring to over here? 
the only thing in this piece that would seem, I guess, uh, strange over the top would be the fact that Akadosh Baruch Hu carried him personally to four milim in Kamfeshchina. That would be the thing that's kind of the most the strangest thing. But there's no pasik for that. There's, the pasik, what we have clearly from the Pesukim is that there was quite a distance between the um, the Mokim Misa to the Mokim Kvura. That's a pasik. And it's hard to say that without the pasik, you wouldn't say it. Why, why is it so over the top that you wouldn't say it? I don't know. The other part, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu carried him in Kanfesh Chirel's for that's that's a Maima Chazal. That's not there's no pasuk like that anywhere. There's, there's more there's attempt to bring a pasuk. Um, if we're talking about the Hespid, what the Malachim said and and what and and what a Kaddish Baruch Hu said. So first of all, there's certainly no Mufurish pasuk, and also there's nothing strange about it. I mean, this is very typical. So very very hard to understand. It's it, it, it's quite. Difficult to understand what exactly is bothered this Chazal over here so terribly. Um, the Masha says that the um, the fact that the Pasik tells us his Misa and Kvura were not together. Normally, the halacha is <coughs> that you're not supposed to make a big hefsik between Misa and Kvura. Um, and and therefore, the fact that there was um, a Misa and a Kvur so far, it's not so much like Kvod One would have expected the Kvod Rabbeinu would be that he'd be buried where he died, or he would die where he's meant to be buried. And the reason for it was to Mechap on this, Mechap on that. That maybe could fit the bill. But it's also strange because, you know, the type of things, the because of Oymroy, we couldn't say it, Talk about like when you speak about the hakshama, things of that nature. To, to, I mean, this is something where okay, what, you know, one would expect mashabenative, nifter, so on, so forth. There's nothing here that seems beyond the pale of understanding. But 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 that's that, that is what we have over here. Let's take a look a little bit at the morale over here. Not not as not a lot, but whatever he's masbe. The hechamaisha cover pirish. So the morale is going to um, explain what the um, the what exactly is the uh, point over here. Shkein roir shetia misa vakvura sheshamagniza legami mokem acher mokem echa kim shleidvar mucholakim veitzel moisha lefi goydel inyonai. So Moral seems to be saying, unless there's a problem with the gifts here, it's also, he says, the reason is because it's not Ro'ui that the Misa and the Kvura should be in the same place. Now, it, it, what the Moral is saying is, when we speak about a person being Nifta and then being buried, so Bermis, we think of one thing only. We think of Misa, person died. That's the event. The Kvur is kind of, listen, you have to do something with the body. I guess we'll bury it. And the Kvur doesn't seem to be to us anything other than a result of the Misa. Since since um, we have a, a Nifta over here, we've got to do something with the body. And the, and Kvur is, 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 a, is, is what to do with the body. That seems to us the flow of it.
it's not something that is, um, he says it, that Misa and Kvura are two separate things. And that is an, an, an Indian. In other words, um, Misa is the silic from this world. Misa describes primarily the fact that the Nishama is no longer, the Nefesh is no longer active in this world. The, the, the Kvura um, denotes the point that is still left in this world. In other words, even after a tzaddik is nostalgic, there's something left here. And, and Adraba, this is kill the part of the tzaddik that still is shaykh to this world and poil this world. I believe there's a Joshua Saran that speaks about the Indian of being mispaul and kivet tzaddikim is because there's some element of ashros ashchina wherever the tzaddik um, is buried. In other words, there, there's some positive the fact that it's referred to as a geniza. Um, a geniza is not getting rid of something. It's, it's like when we secret something away, we, 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 we put it away to be watched over something. It's not a disposal. It, it means it's not in, in, in sight, but it's, it's waiting and under the, you know, it, it's waiting to be taken back. So the Geniza in this world is the Nakuda, where the Tzadik's Darga is here, waiting to come back again. It's Negea Marshal for the Oren that was Nignaz. So, so when we say the Oren was Nignaz, means it's, it's a waiting, becoming reconstituted. Um, we have the, the Etzemluz and so on. So the Maral says Misa and Kivura are two separate things, and they should have been two separate places. So maybe I understand his shot in the Gemara is that they were very close to each other. Also hard to understand. The Gemara, the Gemara says there was four milim and it was a different shavit. I, I don't know what the what exactly the point, the, the, how exactly the shot Gemara, it's a mystery to me. But upon him, his focal point of the Gemara is the issue that Gemara is grappling with is the is the is the difference between where the Misa is and, and where the Gniz and, and where the Kvur is. That seems to be so the direction of some Farshim is that it's too far. His direction is maybe it's not far enough, maybe maybe it should be distinct and, and so on. That's one point Moral says. The next point. So now we have the Hespid Different has spayed them that was said about Moshe Rabbeinu Siluk. Now let's let's understand a little bit about this point of 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 this has spayed them that was said this psukim. Um, we use the idea that a, that a maspid um, just lays on as thick as possible. Some says a hespid, you expect him to be as elaborate as can be and touch on all the wonderful mindless and the kudos of the person. I remember once in the yeshiva, there was a Safton. He was he was notorious. He was an American. He was notorious for saying um, extraordinary long hespedim. And Rav Chaim Shlevitz was deaf and, and very impatient person by nature. So he sat through the ordeal of this person's hespid. He had to because this person was a Mechavitka person. And Rav Chaim would usually be lost in thought or whatever it is, but... Um, he he sat through it. Kitsa after after the the, the hespid, 
the, the Reb Chaim went downstairs. After the Hesper, this visiting Rosh Hashiva came to speak to Reb Chaim, and he told Reb Chaim that I didn't even manage to say half of what, what should have been said. So Reb Chaim told him, if so, you could have stopped much earlier. Like, it's one thing if you manage to get everything out. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. But 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 if you didn't if you didn't anything out so you could have stopped a half hour earlier it would have been fine. Like upon him, we're used to the idea of a hesped. You know, you 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 try to say as many shvach on the person as you can. Over here, this type of inyan, the the idea is to hit two things: to try to hit the most plemistic in a kuda. What is this person? And secondly, it can also vary between the person saying the hesped. In other words, a, 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 a Talmud being maspid as Rav speaks about the Divatera, a child being maspid a father speaks about something else. The, 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 um, so this type of thing, like where Hazal say, Malachim said one hesped, and, uh, you know, and Akash said another hesped, and so on. There, there are two points that are going to be dominant over here. One is, it's going to have to be like sort of a nekuda that one can argue goes to the heart of the matter, sort of touches on 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 a, on a very very interesting nekuda. Secondly, it also will be the nekuda that affects the person who's um, you know the person saying the person who the person who's giving the hesped is giving it from his vantage point. So, Malach Malachim are being made a Moshe Benus Tzitkis. Now, I, I want to explain a, a minute. Malachim, the Bria of Malachim is Midas Adin. They were created on the second day, which is Shaykh to Midas Adin. They are, um, they are those, like it says by Eov, the Malachim was sitting and they were and sitting in judgment. Does he mean him? The Satan is Malach. Malachim Amidus Adin. Malachim Amidus Adin for many reasons. Um, they represent the perfection that's expected in the Bria. Without the the the, the midas that goes beyond that, Malachim are the system, and systems are notorious for um, for not um, for for being midas adin. The marshal in the good old days when you had human beings checking the marshal passport or whatever it is, so you would look at it if if the name was off by one letter. He would say it's not such a big deal, you know. I, why, same thing, and okay, it's fine. He'd wave you through. Um, a machine, you know, for for everyone who's who's learned the hardware that if you type in a, a, a website with one with with one letter changed or one dot missing, you end up in a phishing site usually. That's the bedarchal, the the, the minigamarkum, that that you 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 walk into somebody else's. Um, and then Google helpfully asks you, maybe I can introduce you to this side or that side or the other side. Um, the, machines don't tolerate any error whatsoever. That's Midas Adin. So the Bri of Malachim is Midas Adin. 
and they can speak of the tzitkis and the mishpat in absolute ways. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu asked us the Sutton, tell me, did you find anyone as big tzaddik as Eov? He, he, wasn't, he wasn't teasing the Sutton. He wasn't trying to get the Sutton in a bad mood. He, he wanted that Eov Sitkis should, should be so strong that by an impersonal calculating Midas Adin, it's still the same. That, that was the tachlis of that. And that's why he asked the Sutton. Sutton is the Malach, who's Mekatrik, and that's, and that's where it goes. The HaKadosh um, Baruch when he won Kali Yisrael, when he told Kali Yisrael, you know, after the Chet Eagle, I'm sending a Malach with you, he basically said, you know, a Malach doesn't, uh, doesn't deal easily with missteps. So you better be careful. There's not going to be a second chance with the Malach. So that's so Malachim say Sitkis Hashem Osir Shalom Yisrael. They say okay, Klapa Kadosh Baruch Hu. That's called Sitkis. Klapa Yisrael is called Mishpatim. That's what Malachim can say. So Rebbe, yeah. What do we do with Yerachmiel, the the Malach? Isn't the um, a Malach of? Uh, I think Rashi says Malach era. Uh, and there's Michal. Well, Michal is the Malach of Klal Yisrael. Yerachmiel is obviously Malach Rachmin. But again, they, these are all very defined. When we talk to the on on Yom Kippur, we speak about Yud Gimel in in Kisisa, where you have a Kadosh telling Moshe Beinu, "I'm going to send the Malach with you and 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 Lepeshachem." And and whereas a Kadosh Baruch has Yud Gimel Midas, Yud Gimel Midas are a type of Midas that they appeal to beyond the letter of the law. So even even Midas Rachim, there's a certain you know, it's just like let's say let's say you have in the school in the school rules written that we allow two or three tests that you didn't take or two or three tests you didn't pass. That's so, so that's a type of, of quarter that's written into the, in, into the Midas Adin. But once you go past that, it's a two, two exams or three exams and you've exceeded it. It has no ability to override something because that's not its nature. Um, now, the, um, the, the, the difference, let, let's go back to the difference between Midas Adin or talking about. Let, let's take an example. We have a school. School has certain standards that it demands. And in order to get in, you have to pass, you have to get at least an 85 on the entrance exam. In order to graduate, you need to get this, this, and this. Now, let's say, so I'm running the school. Let's say somebody comes to me and he says, um, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he fails. So there's really no mocking from Yusuf Rahim as head of the school. There's no mocking. This, this is the school. These are the rules. And you failed, and that's it. So, so there's no appeal, the etzim mitzad, the school, on the other hand, let's say you have a father. So you have a type of father that just wants his kid to get away with murder. Like, don't take the test, and I'll, and, and I'll beg and plea. I'll tell the, the teachers in Philwald, you know, this, that. The other thing, you won't take the test. So that's not a good parent. So a good parent runs the kid through a similar schedule. We're gonna, I'm going to give you a MAC test. I'm going to do this, that, that. The difference is, 
if you fail the test, I'm going to rethink of how to um, have you study differently, give you a different type of test, explain it differently so that you can pass it. When a father is working with his child, he doesn't expect him to get a free ride, but he's going to keep working with him until he's matzliach, because my matarid's relationship is at slacha. If I'm running the school, and 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 the kids are, um, if I'm running a school and a kid is failing or whatever it is, or he doesn't get in, I don't have any matara past that. Um, I I don't have a matara to 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 have this kid come to school if he doesn't pass what's the semester. If he'll figure out how to do it, then he'll take the test again and do it. He'll get in. There's no. That's it. It stops at the midas adin. Whereas the father with the child, um, his matter is the child should succeed. He doesn't want him to succeed by, you know, avoiding the system, because that's not real success. But he will keep on, um, he will keep on working with him until, in fact, he actually is matzliach. So the, the, what Akharish Malachim just said, he, all the boxes check off. On and all the backs of Kal Yisrael. That's Kal Yisrael said. Akadosh Baruch Hu said, "Miyokumli imereim neges shoshet shichel alachzir lemutav." Akadosh Baruch Hu wants him to work with the people that are not doing well. It, it's, it's it's just like the mid of shuva stems from the rots of the person matzliach. So if I'm having entrance exams for my university, for my business, whatever it is, if people fail, they fail. I have no reason to give makeup exams because I don't want someone at the second best. But let's say I have an interest in this person. So, so then the Mahalach of Tshuva starts if the world would be impersonal and it's just like, yeah, if you, if you do good, you succeed. If you don't do well, you don't. Then there'd be no, then, then there would be no makam for tshuva. The makam for tshuva starts with the fact that Rebbe Yisrael wants the, the 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 people to be good, wants the world to succeed and and to flourish, and therefore we find ways to do it. So 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 his shvachas was he's able to deal with those people that are floundering, and be master to mutav. Um. So Moshe Rabbeinu was able in a shaskas to work out a chibur in Now let's understand. <coughs> why exactly Moshe is the is the Yachid and Bina. Um in order Bina is a a a, a Mida which starts with a Shairish and brings out all the branches of that Shairish. For instance, let's take let's apply Bina to something familiar with. Um a physicist or some sort of theoretical scientist discovers some um, fascinating law of nature that we haven't been aware of. So his job is lies in the discovery, noticing it, trying to prove it, trying to disprove it, 
maybe figure out what causes it and so on. That's one world. There's a second world that says, if this is true, then let's see what what comes out of it. What things, how can we harness it and make it do all sorts of things? The, the person, it's, it's sort of a, a nexus between the, the um, pure concept, pure otherworldly concept, to the needs and realities. You could have, a, a person can design um, an extraordinary light bulb, but if he's not good at thinking what it's useful for, then all it all, all it will be is an exotic light bulb. <laughs> when they came out with lasers, they, they quipped that a laser is a solution looking for a problem. In other words, it was a fascinating, um, a fascinating observation about light, coherent light vibrating in a certain way, and it's wonderful, Valdic. And what other than other than shining on the wall? What, what other things can you do with it? So. Well, we found a lot of good solutions. But Tachlis, Bina is the process of transferring raw Chachma, pristine Chachma, into Inyanim Darashayach to this world. Um, and that's an extraordinary nexus. If the person, Marshall, is, is very savvy about what customers want, but is not quite clear about what phenomena he's dealing with, his solutions are not going to... I mean, he's going to have a hard time finding solutions because he doesn't know where he's coming from. Um, so he knows about a laser that it's a very colorful light, sometimes hot, sometimes this, sometimes that. So, okay, he can come up with some things, but because he doesn't fundamentally understand what it is, it's not going anywhere. Moshe Rabbeinu was unique because he was Ish al-Akim. al-Akim, Ish. That means... He himself was at his mitzvahs was the crossroads where Inyanim Lamala fed into Lamata. So Moshe Rabbeinu heard the Dvar Hashem in the highest way that a person could possibly hear and relate to it. So that's one end of it. The other end of it is he was the Manikalisro. And Vimela, that's called Bina. So Moshe Rabbeinu is in Bina. Um, so, so th- that's another hespid on it. Finally, last one. Vayomus safer Rabbi Yisrael dovaze oydes alakoyl. Mashikosav Moishe sefer Torah Yisrael ubeshvilkach nikra safer Rabbi Yisrael. The fact that he wrote the sefer Torah, wrote sefer Torah for Yisrael, because echad mechachomi bala hoisif. Lamar miyokel mireyim adrigas shmoishim mitzad Yisrael umisha ama umike chacham miyadei pashdava zeratza kashbrochum Yisrael vuoyek meim tzayim kashbrochum Yisrael umisha ama eizim ekoim bina it's his hasaga as gosa yerni b'chacham bina which is much higher than just that some chibur olamandi ama vayom zoyzav Hashem who mali yisrael yerni Hashem ever Hashem nikra ki ever yeshes kashus so the Safar Rabba means that his Metzias is 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 the uh, culminates in 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 the Chefza 
of, of Torah. Safra Rabbah means he created a Sefer for Kal Yisrael. It was because of Moshe Rabbeinu that we were given the Sefer. And Bemela, that became our Ruchnistik and Metzias. We, we, we have Ruchnistik and in Kal Yisrael. Um, so the moral adds some sort of point as to why a Kashbrahu said a Hesper by him alongside everything else. So he says, because if Moshe Rabbeinu was misasig with, with the with the kvur of, of, of Moshe Rabbeinu, Kashbrahu was asking with Rabbeinu means that the Mises of Moshe is, an, is, is a phenomenon that shayach to some sort of inyanim alotkin. Normally, Mises is, is, is tuma, it's a richuk, and so on and so forth. Since HaKadosh Baruch himself was associated with it, it shows that Adrabe, there's something, so that's why, we, that's why the Hespit means HaKadosh Baruch HaKaviyochel is making a statement, and um, look, this is the etzimetzias of, uh, you know, of Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay, we'll hold it here. Um, Rabbi, can you ask you quickly on Moshe and Bina? Huh? Moshe and Bina, if he was Meyuchet Bina, why, yeah. why was he, he Purish Isha? Isn't that, wouldn't that be the, the ultimate Bina? So he, he needed, so first of all, his, the, the Bina we're talking about is the Devar Hashem to make it something practical. Um, he told other people how to be misnahig, so he always needed to be ready to, to hear Dvar Hashem and then to teach it to Kali Yisrael. Any activity that would stare one or the other, he couldn't do. So being that living with a, a woman would stare the, 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 the Kesher of Dvar Hashem, would stare getting Torah, he, he wasn't allowed to do it. So it's like a person who's a translator, um, he, he, he can't go to sleep unless um, both, both, both of them are, are sleeping. In other words, so long as there might be a message that needs to be translated, he needs to be ready for it. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's diagram. Okay, uh, good Shabbos. Call Tepeh.